It's the show that makes us talk. So why are teddy bears never hungry? Why? Because they're always stuffed. (laughs) What about our life? With Chris and Will. I think that has to be the most iconic jingle ever. Yeah, you're just getting in the rhythm of it. It makes you happy. Yeah. It's another What About Our Life episode with Chris and Will. Yay. Hello, how are you? We are celebrating happy days. Yay. And the best TV jingles this week. So can you name a good TV jingle? Oh, gosh. There's so many to choose from. That's a great question. Uh, I would have to say uh, Full House. Full House is one of them. Yes. Yeah. I would watch that every now and again. Mm-hmm. Uh, Golden Girls. Yes, of course. Of I course. Mean... We still watch that one. And you still watch Full House because I think Full House is the original series and the new series is on uh, Netflix. Yeah, I think I so. Think. I'm mm-hmm. not sure. Roseanne. Yeah. But course. you notice that with some of the different seasons... They changed they up did. the theme to match the current they did. season. They did. I do like the finale episode in season nine, the intro to it. Yeah, because they had the guy singing. They it put was a lyrics. Woman singing. Oh, okay. Yeah. The other one was Blues uh, Traveler. That That's what I'm thinking of. Okay. But the last one was a woman singing. So, yeah, traditional uh, Roseanne. Fresh Prince of Bel Air. <laughs> Hands down. I mean, come on. <laughs> the Adams Family. Yeah. The Munsters. Munsters, yeah. Yeah. Growing Pains. Yeah. Okay. Saved by the Bell. Yeah, of course. Uh, Love Boat. Yeah. 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 The Brady Bunch. Oh, I mean, of course. Come on. Yes. I mean, that's a no-brainer. Beverly Hillbillies. Okay. Married with Children. Uh, yeah. Um, how about... About Sanford and Sons. Oh gosh, that harmonica—it's a harmonica, right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Three's Company. Mm-hmm. There's a good one. Um, Leave It to Beaver. 
okay, yeah. The little whistling thing. Uh, yeah. Bonanza. I Andy Griffith show. I Love Lucy. Oh, of course. That one is the theme song, in my opinion. The Jeffersons. Yeah, that's the one I was thinking of. 227, of course. Yeah, uh-huh. You know, the best thing about going to the studios, and I think you agree with that, is the history. So if you ever get the chance to go to Hollywood, take the historic tours and take the uh, studio tours sometimes. If you take the studio tours, especially Warner Brothers, I think, mm-hmm. Warner Brothers puts a plaque on the soundstage and tells you exactly what film, what television, sometimes even commercials were filmed in this building. And what year, too. And and what year, absolutely. And another good thing is is sometimes Universal Studios Hollywood does the same thing. But a lot of people don't know this, Mm -hmm. but the same soundstage The Voice films in is the same soundstage that they filmed Jurassic Park. Ah. And at Universal Studios Hollywood, of course. Yeah. So, and um, the old, um, what was it, Renmar Studios, which is now Red Studios? Yeah, I think so, yeah. That used that was the old Desi Lu Studios? That's right, yes, because we had... Um, we've worked on we've that. We've worked on They've worked also there. filmed uh, the Golden Girls at that studio. That's right, yeah. As well as uh, the Mary Tyler Moore show, uh-huh. uh, some episodes of that, and the Andy Griffith show. Wow. And of course, we used to live near the CBS Radford studio. That's right. Yeah. Where they filmed. So you were talking about theme songs, The Price is Right. Yes, of course. I mean, yeah, it's a game show. But, but... you know, Radford is where they filmed uh, Gilligan's Island. Oh, I didn't know that. The studio actually used to have a little island that they used for external <laughs> shots on that studio a lot. And that island is no longer there. They tore it down. It is now production offices, believe it or not. Wow. And we were talking to somebody the other day and did you know, I don't know if it's still the same way, but at the Sony studios, which is the old MGM studios Mm -hmm. is where they filmed Jeopardy and Wheel of Fortune. And they're in this, they share the same soundstage. When Wheel of Fortune is not uh, filming, they take down Wheel of Fortune and they put Jeopardy there, Jeopardy films and they do the same thing. Isn't that the same thing with uh, the prices right in real time with Bill Maher, but at the CBS, uh... Uh, CBS television studios yes. or television city. I don't know which one it's television, called, yeah. but that studio is also uh, where they film a lot of soap operas and different things. So yeah. you have to go and take the tours of the studios, get the history of the studios and find out what's there. The vibes when you go in there mm-hmm. are just unreal because you can almost feel like that you're going in and watching these shows. And um, I remember when we went to one of the uh, television studios, I think it's off of, uh, Santa Monica Boulevard. Oh, and that, that's uh, where yes, they filmed yes. a few seasons of I Love Lucy. And when we walked in that stage and doing some production work in there, it almost felt like you were, you feel Lucy's vibe yeah. and Desi's vibe uh-huh. in that. It's, yeah. it's very creative. So you got to make a trip, bucket list if you haven't been to Hollywood. All the history, all that fun stuff. Yes. I mean, it, it's, it's amazing. It really, takes you back and it, it gives you a good sense of appreciation of entertainment. A lot different than it is now, of course, mm-hmm. but um, there's still a lot of history that they preserve there a lot. And a lot of uh, theaters that are still there, a lot of, a lot of great places that are mm-hmm. still there. And you just got to take the historic tours and spend some time to want to get to know Hollywood just a little bit better. Yeah. It's not just a, a- what is it the Walk of Fame? Yeah, it's not just the Walk of Fame. It's a lot more to it. And mm-hmm. and that's why I think I like jingles because um, the jingles that they had kind of back in the day, they were memorable. So people remembered them yeah, even it, till today. It's not like now where sitcoms, I mean, they either don't have one or it's very, very minimal. Or they don't sing. Yeah. Whereas jingles with television shows back then actually sang. Mm-hmm. And so you kind of sang along with them. And as you've go- gone okay, older, so, yeah. then, you know, um, it's kind of like Friends with the, the song of Friends. By the Rembrandt. Yeah, that yeah. was on the radio all the time. But people sing along to it and they enjoy it. So that's why I think it's important to know the history of it. Because, again, back in the day when Hollywood first started, musicals was a big thing. Mm-hmm. Sometimes Pictures without uh, speaking roles were in there. Yeah, that, um, those were the silent films. Silent films, yeah, yep. back in the day. A lot of different things. And if you do go to Hollywood, you go take a tour of the Jim Henson studio. Um, you can go take a tour. Yeah, of- because, um, what? Yeah. 
They My still gosh. have Kermit the Frog. That's on what top I was thinking of. of. Yes, yes, they do. So a lot of history with that. But we love TV jingles. Yes, and that's just the. That's just the and it's not just TV it. jingles. I mean, it's cartoons. Is I mean, I can name a bunch yeah, right you now. Can. I mean, that's that's I mean, what makes them memorable, mm-hmm. and you keep going back to them because every time you hear them, then that means, oh, I love this jingle. I'm going to go back and watch that. And episode. it gives you that feeling of, yeah, I want to watch it does. this. And it, you, it reminds you, okay, this is why I like the show back in the day. So now I got to spend, I don't know how long, and and rewatch it. So <laughs> it was it was fun back then. That's that's how really entertainment was. So take a trip to Hollywood. You'll you'll love it. I promise you. Or take a trip down memory lane and watch some of these older movies and older shows. You'll appreciate it. It's all over free apps that you can download yeah. on tvs on your phone and so take advantage of it it's worth it i promise you all right so we are going to play a game so we just talked about little television jingles yeah. and all that fun stuff so we're going to play a trivia game they have these all over youtube so what i've done is i put together a few television jingles and we're going to give you a couple of seconds to name that jingle of that television show and it's out of 30, so we'll see how many you get right. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So, all right, so let's do this. Let's the, it's the TV Jingles Trivia Game. <laughs> Number one, which is this? Brady Bunch. Brady Bunch, of course. Second one. Oh, oh, uh, who's the boss? Who's the boss? That's it. Number three. Growing pain. Growing pain. That's it. Number four. Oh, 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 uh, Family Matters. Family Matters. It's a rare condition this day and age to read any good news. Did I do that? (laughs) Number five. Golden Girls. The Golden Girls. We got five so far. Let's see if you get this one. Number six. Oh, uh, the Wonder Years. The Wonder Years. Would you stand up and walk out on me? Lend me your ears and I'll sing you a Number seven. <laughs> Saved by the bell. Saved by the bell. I think I'll never make it on time. By the time I got my books and I give myself a look, I'm at the corner just in time to see the bus. Now I'll be surprised if you get this one. Here's number eight. Hmm. The Dukes of Hazard. Okay, I'm like, huh? <laughs> All right, you didn't get got one wrong. Number nine. Gilligan's Island. Gilligan's Island. <laughs> Number ten. Cheers. Cheers. Absolutely. What about number 11? Oh, um. Oh, I don't know. The Beverly Hillbillies. I, I should have said that. <laughs> number 12. Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Chilling out, maxing, relaxing, all cool and all shit. So you've gotten 10 right out of 12. Not bad. You should get this one. Number 13. Friends. Friends. And you gotta have the hand claps in it. Of course. Because, you know. It's another one you should get. Number 14. Oh, uh, Dookie Hauser, MD. Dookie Hauser, MD, of course. Another one you should get. Here is number 15. Married with Children. Married with Children. 
Not bad. 13 out of 15. Not bad. Not bad. Alright, let's go to number 16. Ah, uh, Adam's family. The Adam's family. Finger snaps. Of course. Now you probably will not get this one. I'll be surprised if you do. Number 17. Hmm. Think long and hard. The Walking Dead. I haven't seen it, so uh, that's why. <laughs> number 18. Good. Number 19. Oh, uh, Zorro? Nope. Bonanza. Oh, okay. What's that, six wrong now? No. <laughs> Five? No. Number 20. Of course, happy days. Happy days. No, you've got to find Five out of 20. 15 out of 20 so far. All right, how about 21? Oh, come wait, on. Wait, 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 X-Files. X-Files, absolutely. I was, was going to murder you if you didn't do that one. All right, number 22. Three's Company. Three's Dominic Company. Alright, 23 you should get. Get smart, yes. Get smart. Yes. About 24. Well, it said it for itself. Love boat. The love boat. That was an easy one. Everybody knows that one pretty much. Here's one you were talking about. Number 25. Sanford and Son. Sanford and Son. It's a saxophone, not a harmonica. It has a harmonica. And number 26. Um, oh, jeez. Uh, why is it uh, Big Bang Theory? Big Bang Theory, that's right. 27 you should get Full House Full House Now 28 you might get Let's see Oh um Green Acres Green Acres Two more Can you keep it at 25 out of 30 Let's see so let's see, 29? Oh, gosh, I've heard it. What is it? Um, the, the Leave Donald... it to Beaver. Okay. <laughs> and number 30. Roseanne. Roseanne. So you got 26. No, you got 24 out of 30, which is not too, too bad. Not bad at all. So, how well did you guys do? Willie got 24 out of 30, but that was actually kind of fun. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was really fun. See how memorable those jingles are? Yeah, and for me, it's it has to be less than that millisecond when it catches on. I mean, that one, I don't know if it's a note or just that tone. I think that's what, I, what it is. That it's hard tone. to get when it's quick, and you have to guess it really well. Yeah. So, so yeah, so that was TV Jingle Trivia. Congratulations for how many you got. Keep playing it back if you can't remember. Go back and watch the shows. They're so much fun. Yeah. We all love trivia games, right? Yes. That was fun. You did good. You did good. Yeah. You didn't do too, too bad. Well, you know, today we're talking about television jingles. Mm -hmm. And one of the most infamous jingles that are out there, of course, is... Happy, happy days. days. Yes, and we're celebrating happy days because the cast, they've been reuniting recently and they look good. Mm -hmm. They really do. Go check it out on YouTube. You can find all that. But, um, you know, happy days 
ran for 10 and a half seasons from 1974 to 1984. Oh. 255 half hour episodes on ABC. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Wow. It is crazy. And in fact, Anson Williams, who also stars in the show, mm -hmm. was the one who created and came up with the idea of putting music into the show, and he picked his own songs. Wow. Did okay. You know no. Yeah, interesting. But it also um, had Ron Howard in it, mm -hmm. Marion Ross, Tom Bosley, and Henry Winkler. Wow. Yeah. Yes. It was created by Gary Marshall, the great late Gary Marshall. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It had a lot of spinoffs, like Laverne and Shirley. Yeah. And Mork and Mindy. Really? Yes, and a few others as well, but those are the infamous ones that I can point out. Uh, and in fact, Mork and Mindy, uh, Robin Williams, when he did Mork in Happy Days, they had a script written for him, and he completely improv the entire script to where the writers had to write what he did, and that's how he got his infamous start. Wow. A legendary episode that created a legendary man. Of course. Yeah. Absolutely. And of course, you can't forget about the merchandise, the amazing length of syndication. Yeah. And I mean, the famous intro that everybody loves to hate sometimes, and sometimes they don't. It's good. You know, it's, a, it's an amazing thing. So... Happy Days. Yeah. And on top of Happy Days, we're celebrating our guest today from Happy Days. Yep. Who is it? Anson Williams. Anson Williams. Yes. The incredible guy that sings, created the music and started singing into the show and all that fun stuff. And he played Potsy. Potsy on Happy Days. He's done some other great work um, as far as acting is concerned. Laverne and Shirley. Love Boat, Fantasy Island, Boy Meets World, Sabrina the Teenage Witch, mm. and The Odd Couple as far as acting. Wow. But you know he's done a lot of directing, too. What did he do? He did uh, L.A. Law, a few episodes of that. Wow. Uh, Xena Warrior Princess, uh, Sabrina the Teenage Witch, Lizzie McGuire, mm. Clueless, Sequest 2032, Melrose Place, Beverly Hills 90210, Charm, Star Trek Voyager, Star Trek Deep Space Nine, all to name a few. Yeah. And he also endorses a life-saving product called Alert Drops. Um, I think, oh, wait a minute. Those are, it's like a natural thing, right? It is a natural thing to help you stay awake behind the wheel or doing whatever you need to do when you're extremely tired and work demands for you to work long hours. And it saves your life instead of falling asleep on your way home or so yeah. forth. So we're going to give Anson a call. He's such an amazing man, and we look forward to talking about his happy days. Yes. So sit back, relax. Anson Williams is coming up. We now have a very special treat. Our own Patsy Weber is going to dedicate a song to his fellow seniors and to a very special girl. Patsy will sing deeply. All right. Hit those lights down. Why don't y'all come up to the bandstand? Hold hands. You ask, is my love real? All I can say is how I feel Deeply, deeply as can be You seem to
today we are honored to welcome a true Happy Days legend, Anson Williams. Hi, Anson. How are you? Things are good. Things are very good. Yeah, thank God. Still busy, still, you know, being productive. Um, um, lots of nice things happening. So, uh, you know, very, very lucky. I've seen a couple of interviews where um, you and uh, Marion were were together on doing some of those interviews. It was so nice to see you guys back together again for the brief little moment of the interview. Oh, yeah. And she, uh, she actually called me up because I had a birthday not too long ago. I'm taking you out for your birthday lunch. Oh, that's there so we nice. Were. I, I picked Marion up, and she took me to this really kind of just nice restaurant. We just had the most wonderful time. Some special individual who came through a lot. Talk about, right. talk about an inspiring woman and can do. Right. You know, um, boy, she's just, she's just an inspiration for, well, for everybody. It sounds um, like it. Not, I only, mean... not, only, not only what she went through, you know, but, but what she accomplished Right, and then and then the grace and then the grace she gave the world, you know, pretty special, pretty special person. And uh, it's so exciting. I mean, it really is exciting to uh, talk to you guys. And you know, thank you so much for coming on the show. We yes. appreciate it, of course. And mm-hmm. it's such an honor because we, of course, who hasn't seen Happy Days? I mean, I'm sure there's <laughs> a few that hasn't, but I mean, just along with the jingle itself, or just it, it's. It's catchy to the point to where sometimes you just can't get it out of your head. And <laughs> it's it, it's just, it's a magnificent show. And we were talking about it earlier. You guys went on for, what, 10 seasons? Was it nine or 10 seasons that you guys were on uh, here? Ten, uh, ten and a half seasons. That's amazing. That is absolutely yeah, amazing. That, that, it is iconic. Yeah. I mean, it's a very iconic show. And you worked around some of the greatest, like you said, with Gary Marshall. Excuse me. So, how was Gary Marshall to work with? By the way, well, I mean, he was just. I mean, how, how lucky can we get? Because here was this creative genius, mm-hmm, yes, who was who, who had, with, with with an equally large heart. I mean, he cared about us. He inspired us to to not just be actors, but to really learn the business and to to wear as many hats as we could. And and and, and he, he helped us become more worldly individuals, right? And not get worried about fame and not get worried about ego. But more or less becoming, you know, full-bodied individuals and taking the opportunity, this rare opportunity, and making the most out of it, and right. and really uh, and doing something with your life. I mean, I think that today there are thousands. Gary's heart goes on through thousands of people he's connected with during his lifetime. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So it was it was it was not only paramount for an entertainment career; it was paramount as a human being. Right. Now, did he direct some of the the episodes at all, or was he just the creator and producer of the show? Well, he's he's head of all the writing. He, he's when it was one camera when it first started, he directed maybe a couple of them, but ninety nine percent of the shows were directed by Jerry Paris, right? Who was the six time Emmy award winner for the Dick Van Dyke Show, uh-huh. and he also played um, the next door neighbor, Jerry the Dentist. Wow! And uh, so Jerry was our main director, and we you know. He was just a comedic genius right. and uh, just a tremendous influence, you know, creatively as far as comedy. Oh, I bet. You know, I bet. Huge. Oh, so, huge, huge influence. So here's a curiosity question that I have. Um, okay. Working with Gary Marshall and knowing Gary Marshall's styles of doing things. And I saw that you did an episode of Laverne and Shirley. And we had spoken to someone who had also done an episode of Laverne and Shirley. And, of course, uh, Penny Marshall... Uh, that was her first big thing to do on her own. Was it? Could you tell the different styles between the two, or did they pretty much primarily have the same style? Um, let's see. Well, Laverne and Shirley, <clears throat> I think was you know they they spun off on Happy Days, right? And uh, Ron and I went over there two three times. I think crossed over to do the show. Uh, it was more of a. It was more like I Love Lucy. I think it was a, more of a physical show. They had a lot more physicality to Laverne and Shirley, which is fun, because yeah. both Penny, Penny's an athlete, and and Cindy was very coordinated, and they could do a lot of they could do a lot of shtick that was hysterical physically, a lot of physical comedy, right. you know, and uh, more than Happy Days. I mean, Happy Days was pretty, it, it was more it was character driven and and music and fun in fifties, but I think um, Laverne and Shirley had more physical humor than Happy Days. Wow. 
Mm-hmm. Well, they were still ultimately great. Vernon and Shirley, of course, was extremely and extraordinarily funny. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I do want to talk to you a little bit about uh, Robin Williams. Now, his first time mm-hmm. on Happy Days, is it true that they really didn't have much of a script for him on that day and they just kind of let him do his thing? Or tell me about that. Mm, it's, it's, it's kind of a, it's, it's a con- Talk about um, Kismet and Destiny. Um, Gary Marshall's son, uh, his name is Scotty Marshall. Uh-huh. And I think Scotty at the time was 10 years old. But Gary took him to see the first Star Wars. Uh-huh. And coming out, he, he wanted his dad to do a Martian episode of Happiness. So Gary thought about it. Well, maybe we can do a dream sequence. So, so uh, you know, he... he, he decided that we'll do a segment and on mondays uh we get to the studio uh we would read two scripts the first script would be the one for the following week so the writers could rewrite it uh-huh. and then we would read the rewritten script for that week that we're shooting well right. we started off with this work from orc script which was unreadable it was uh-huh. so bad it was just god awful wow and gary promised it would be fixed so the next, so we do that week's episode. The next week, you know, we read the next week's episode, and now we're shooting more from work that week, and we read that script. It's worse. Wow. And so we said, oh, we have to do it, so we start rehearsing. And Robert Williams was not cast as Mork. Uh-huh. It was some other actor. And we rehearsed Monday, we rehearsed Tuesday, Wednesday. Now Thursday, by then... By Wednesday night, your, your rehearsal's pretty much done. Because Thursday, you're doing camera blocking day. Uh-huh. And then Friday, you kind of run through an afternoon, and then you shoot it at night. You're, you're pretty much over. Right. So Wednesday night, the guest actor quits. Oh, wow. Quits. And Gary Marshall comes down to the set and, and, and asks all of us, does anybody know a funny Martian? <laughs> Alamo and Arrow. True story. Alamo and Arrow was in um, Harvey Lumbeck's improv class. Uh-huh. And he mentioned this kid named Robin Williams. And Gary's sister, whose name was Ronnie Howland, was in casting, knew about him because he, he did six episodes on the new Laughing show, but it failed. Uh-huh. Anyway, so anyway, um, the next morning, I come in a little later because it's a camera blocking day and I wasn't in the first few scenes. And never on camera blocking day are there writers on the set, ever. Right. Mm-hmm. I walk in, I walk in you can, there's, every writer is just writing down furiously. Gary Marshall, I mean, um, Jerry Paris runs up to me. He's a genius. He's a genius. What's going on? And there's Robin Williams improving the whole script. Wow. Improving the whole script. It's Thursday. The writers are writing it all down. By Friday night from the worst episode, in the history of Happy Days, it became maybe one of the best episodes in the history of Happy Days. Wow. And, th- and that night, when that audience was on its feet 10 minutes after the show, applauding this man. And we knew, we knew a superstar was born. Wow. That's got to be a really memorable time. moment for you. I mean, just being, th- yeah. the fact that you were a part of that, I mean. How- yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was just, and, well, you know, and here Robin Williams could be all he could be. You know, uh-huh. how, how hard would it have been for him to get a part that used everything he had and not be limited? Right. You know, so it just was, it was kismet. I mean, it just, it was supposed to happen and, and the rest is history, you know, and the kindest, nicest man. That's, that is amazing. So, so how did you get your start, by the way? Oh, just, um. Walked out of the, got kicked out of the house at eighteen because I wanted to go into show business, <laughs> and uh, and you know started waiting in lines. You know, in, in, in equity theater, they have the equity line and they have the non-equity line. Yeah, uh-huh. and they have and they have to see, it, it, union rules. They have to see everybody, and I just went in nightclubs and sang, and, and finally I got a number stop, and then uh, you know, and I just started plowing ahead, plowing. I didn't know anybody or anything, 
And one thing led to another, led to another, led to another. I, I just, I, but I felt it. I felt very strong. I was going to that. And I just followed my instincts. Wow. And, you know, lucked out. And, you know, I, I mean, but you, 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 some, something's got to get you the right, to the right place to have the luck, you know? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Like everything that you do progresses to another, another thing. And then that mm-hmm. one thing yeah. comes along and then, bam, you're in. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, bam, you're in for now. The one thing, I don't, you're having directed for years now and dealing with a lot of hot young actors. Right. I tell them, I, I tell them you're hot now. I said, it's a track record that counts. You got to last, man. Exactly. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You, know, you got to last. And honestly, these days it's harder to last. Really? It's very, it's very, it, yeah. There's just, there's a lot out, there's so much out there. There's more jobs, but not that many long lasting jobs. And you just, you know, you really have to, you really have to you know, take advantage of what you have and, and make it work for your life and make it, you know, and, and take advantage of it. Don't get, don't get, go, don't get in the way of yourself. Don't let your ego rule yourself. Learn as much as you can learn so you can have a lot of different opportunities. You got to wear a lot of hats to make it in this world. Right. Very true. Very, very, very true. So what would you say, uh, what would you, what advice would you say to an actor that you're directing and saying, okay, you got to make your mark like what Robin did and gave his best performance. So he could be, um, a long lasting actor. What would you say to them? Most, most 99% are long lasting actors. And that's the other thing. Um, Robin Williams is one of a kind. I tell them, I said, you might not, like Gary told us, you might not act all your life. Mm-hmm. Right. Take advantage of that set. Learn, maybe fit directing, writing, producing. Look, I mean, you've got, you've got innate instincts as an actor. You're smart. Look around and see where else you fit. Learn mm-hmm. other parts of this business. Give yourself other options. That's what I tell them. Wow. Don't depend on one thing. That's, gonna be, that, that's not going to work for you. So basically yeah. just hone in on what your um, talent is and then, you know, venture into other things or as we've talked about before, get out of your comfort zone and try and do new yeah. things too. Yeah, yeah. and not again, but also you're probably good at writing. You're probably good at directing. You're probably good at a lot of other areas of the business that you'll enjoy just as much. I've directed over 300 shows. Uh-huh. I mean, I've directed a lot. I can think, I can really only think, I mean, I mean, there, there's, there's some actors that have kept going, Alyssa Milano, yeah. you know, people mm-hmm. like that, they started, they kept, you know, but as far as, you know, but they sort of already, well, they started as a kid, you know, maybe a handful, but the only one I really remember that, that exploded was Shailene Woodley, because I did a third of all the episodes of Secret Life of American Teenager. Yeah, uh-huh. Shailene Woodley, Shailene Woodley, that was it. I mean, you know, one fourth of a percentile, you know, lasted, right? Mm-hmm. So, but I can't tell you how many are still in the business, writing and directing and producing, that are still having a good career. Yeah, and because that's they because mm-hmm. they took the time to you know educate themselves and found found out that they're really good at, at other things. And I think that's really important, too, because, I mean, it grows, I mean, you can grow as a person that way, too, not just going into it for one thing, and but as, you know, going along, um, yeah. it, it kind of opens you up to a whole, whole bunch of different things. Yeah, and you want to do, yeah, uh, and... Um... No, you want life is you know is life's I mean we have our responsibilities and all that but it's an inspiration, mm-hmm, you know. Yeah. And the one thing about and if you're on a if you're lucky enough to get on a platform where you, you have a voice, you should give back a lot. You should give back a lot. Right. You know, don't be the expert. I he can't stand these celebrities that the expert on everything. They're expert in politics. Oh, right. they're, mm-hmm. they're, expert, they're not. They're not an expert at anything. Right. You know, and they have too much too much of a platform for ignorance. However, the one thing we can do is inspire. The one thing we can do is make other people feel like they count. We can make other people feel important. We can other people feel they have give them hope and give them opportunity or let them find opportunity. That we can do. 
Absolutely. We're expert communicators. We're expert communicators. And we can, communi- we can communicate strength and hope and opportunity. We can communicate that. I'm really glad you said that. I'm just glowing. And I am so thankful for you saying that. Well, I, believe, I, believe, I mean, it's important. That's our job. That's right. our job off camera. We're the director, yeah. writer. That is our job. Mo- really being motivational. Right. You know? Very true. Why, Very I, true. I hate that. We're, stop bringing everything back to you. Oh, you know, it's, 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 and not, how, much, how, much, how much adulation do you need? Give, the, give it back. Right. You know? Yeah. I mean, there's so many celebrities that could be doing so much more to inspire and empower. They really right. can, but they, they, they just... They don't. They just don't. They don't. They don't have a clue. And I the ones s- that do are very. The ones that do are really have huge positive effect. Yeah. No. I. I agree. I. I, th- I think sometimes they get. They get uh, so engulfed into themselves that they almost forget where they started and where they came from sometimes, mm-hmm. um, or what it's about. And yeah. you know, because we've all, we've sure. worked around a lot of them ourselves that have been like they. They just. They think they're all that, and you're like, well, one day, once upon a time, you weren't all that, and you got successful, and you can become unsuccessful just as quick as you became successful. So, you know, <laughs> and it's oh yeah, yeah. And what's all that mean? You know? Yeah, no exactly, exactly. And they they just think that they they have some of them have all these petty demands, and they have all these petty things, and it's just like. You know why you you don't need all that you don't you're not going to use all that you're not going it, to it's just you know it it, it yeah. makes you kind of wonder if it's if it's more the agent or if it's more the the celebrity themselves and sometimes it is the celebrity themselves but then the other times it's the agents I guess that are busy trying to make them become bigger than what they are. Um, you know, always, that, it's always a celebrity. It's not the agent. Really, it's always a an agent wow. is not your character. An agent True. is not your character. If you're not if you're not strong enough to be an individual and 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 be independent from 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 illusionists, right? You're it's your problem. You know, it's your problem. Right. I mean, come on. Oh, their agent wanted it. No, they wanted it. Right, that's true. Mm-hmm. That's a good perspective. Wow. They wanted it. I mean, what is this? You know, no, that's just a, that's just a, a you know, someone gave me some really great advice years ago. Uh-huh. And he said, answer, you're in it. We're in it. Like, we all have that fire, a fire to be creative and to, and, and to win and to, to really, you know, the excitement of, of, like, creating something or doing something. And that's great. Right. And we're in it. Never be of it. Right. Wow. It's what we do. It's not it's what it's who we are. If it's who we are, you're hiding behind it, right? And you're Very in trouble. True. You're in big trouble. So, and that you... could be go ahead. That could be hiding behind money, position, kids, drugs, uh-huh. stardom. People do it in many different arenas. Right. Very true. So, do you find that uh, directing is more of your passion now? Oh, it, it was. Yeah. I mean, I directed since '85, and now. Um, and then um, now I'm mostly um, creating shows. Write, I write and write and create and produce, and not so much direct. Oh wow! Unless it's something really special, because I was mostly doing segment television, you know, things like that. Uh huh. And that's really exhausting. It's 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 exhausting. I you bet. know, it's different. If you could be like Ron Howard, uh, who's incredibly talented, and be your own island. Right. You know, and you, it's a whole different. That's a whole different job. But if you're just going there from show to show to show directing, that is an exhausting job. And, it's, you know, it can really uh, get help and everything else. So, yeah. And I did that. The last regular show I directed was um, Super Life's American Teenager. Yes. And then I went, then I went kind of off the boards. I might do this. I might do this movie that we come up here and there. But, um, but not, not, not as a regular routine. Right, right. So will you do, uh, are you going to plan any film projects in your future? Well, yeah, in fact, I just, uh, I, I was hired, I was sort of really exciting screenplay I was hired to do, and I just finished uh, a Christmas movie of the week that I'm excited about. And then I've, nice. and I've been creating some, um, some interesting uh, 
reality shows, positive ones with commerce attached. Because, you know, I've been in the product business for over 20 right. years, too. I think problem-solving products, and I think helping lives. The most recent one with my, with my, um, my, well, he's my second cousin, but I've called him uncle since I was born. Uh-huh. Um, two years, he passed two years ago, but together we developed this very important project, product that's saving lives as we speak. So I'm very involved in that area, too. Is that, uh, that's the alert drops, correct? Yes, it is. Uh-huh. So go more, a little yeah. bit more into that, because that actually was uh, very fascinating when that, when that was pointed out to me specifically, because, again, we've worked in Hollywood many a times, and we've been on those sets to where it's 14, 15-hour days, and you're literally trying to drive home, and you're, you're exhausted, you're tired, and mm-hmm. you, you're catching yourself drifting a little bit. So tell me, tell me about that. Well... It started off with the drowsy driving, but it's expanded much more. Actually, before I was in the product business many years ago, I was actually directing a show uh, and just an exhausting day. And I fell asleep and almost killed myself driving home. Wow. Thank God I woke up and nothing happened, but scared the heck out of me. Mm-hmm. And Dr. Heimlich, Hank, uh, said, Anson, keep cut up lemons in your car. And he explained how the citric acid with the sour lemon hits the lingual nerve on top of your tongue uh-huh. and the automatic reflex reaction of the body is adrenaline. Boop, you're up, nothing wow. in your system. It's just like going to the doctor when they have a little rubber mallet and they're checking your reflexes. Uh-huh. It's the same thing with the reflex reaction of adrenaline from tongue to brain. Very wow. natural, very simple. Very, very old science, by the way. So I did that. And then years later, I went into the product business and then I was researching and found out, you know, drowsy driving, it's catastrophic in this country. There are more deaths and more damage than drunk driving and medicated driving combined. Wow. There are almost 200 million drowsy drivers a year. 200 million. Wow. One out of five admit to falling asleep. It is a huge, huge problem. So I, call, I called up Dr. Heimlich. I said, I have this idea. What if we did a spray drop? Citric acid, sour lemon water, little preservative for shelf life, and just hit the top of the tongue, sprayed it. Right. He, go, he promised me, he said, you'll save more lives than the Heimlich Maneuver. This is more powerful, powerful than a lemon. You promise me you'll get this done. And we did. And it's called Alert Drops. And already it's helped so many people. But we also found out that there's so many other areas of exhaustion. Uh, uh-huh. a, huge, a huge problem in, at college, in colleges is studying. And these kids are overdosing on caffeine and these bad energy drinks, which are phony baloney. Right. And they're ending up in the hospital. They're ending up in the hospital. And now Alert Drops is, is just is doing so well at colleges because now they can study, you know, wake up instantly, nothing in their system, nothing ruins their sleep pattern, uh, and, uh, and get the job done without, you know, without damaging themselves. And then and it goes along with machine workers and anyone that needs to be alert. In fact, and right. you mentioned show business long hours, Deadline, which is, um, you know, the major magazine, online magazine for the entertainment business. Anita Bush, award-winning journalist, did a front-page story on exhaustion in the film industry. Uh-huh. And, and there's, there's a picture of alert drops recommended by her. Wow. And, uh, and so it's on set. And so we're, we're on, you know, I mean... We're set. We're we're on so many different sets now. We're even in the the writers' room for Grey's Anatomy. They're you know, wow. <laughs> alert drops in the middle of the table. Yeah. So um, it's and it's just so simple. It's just the most. We didn't invent anything. All we did was make a better scooter. You know. Right. Mm-hmm. So where yeah. can you get them? Oh, go to um, you can go to alertdrops.com. Uh huh. And and then it'll take you right. You can buy it there, or or, or if you want multiple packs, you can go to Amazon. Very, very reasonable. Oh, wow. okay. Very nice. And, yeah, but, but, I, but everyone out there listening, and this is not for money. This is serious. This, this, right. If you care about your family and you care about your kids, this, this is just part. It just be, should be part of the social fabric, and it's because of Dr. Heimlich's genius. You right. know, he knew how the body works. And, again, if you go to alertdrops.com, it has all the science behind it. I mean, MIT did studies 50 years ago on it, you know, um, it's, 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 there's nothing new here. All we did was make it um, 
an easier way to distribute it. But honestly, if people out there can't afford allergic ops, then keep cut up lemons. Keep right. cut up lemons because that, that'll do it too. So um, just wow. keep your family, just keep your family safe, keep your friends safe. It's ridiculous for anyone to, for anyone to be damaged by exhaustion that could be prevented is ridiculous. Right. No, I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. Well, I mean, it, when I first heard about it, and it, again, like I said, and I, it was pointed out to me, I'm like, well, that's it, that that's actually very interesting because one of the things that I kept trying to do to try to stay up is I would have to roll the window down, and if it was freezing cold outside, that would wake me up because it was freezing. My mind would be like, it's too cold, it's too cold. Um, so, yeah, I, I will definitely be going to check that out because – when I have to go back into doing those long hours, and in fact, we're going to be doing some long hour stuff for Thanksgiving yeah. with Macy's. So it's it's like, okay, I haven't done a 12, 14-hour shift in oh, a, a long while. <laughs> so it's like, all right, so I don't know how I'm going to be able to prepare for it. So I'm definitely going to be purchasing that. <laughs> you better believe yeah, and that. What's, and what's good, too, about it is you can't, if you ever need it, just spray it on. There's nothing there to hurt you. Right. You know, whenever you need, and we found out usually a uh, like two sprays on the middle of the tongue last uh-huh. thirty minutes to an hour. Wow. Yeah, your adrenaline hits, and all of a sudden you're just up. You go, and you're just up. You're alert. You go, oh my god. Right. You know, everyone's system's a little different, but it's pretty. It's pretty interesting how you, how your body wakes the body. You know. Wow. Very nice. So, and it has nice. natural ingredients too. So I mean. That's yeah, probably a really good thing reason. to go with. This is basically, uh, we do have to put in just a little preservative for self-shelf life. Yeah. But, but that's it. And it doesn't even go, I mean, it's not even, you don't digest it. You spray it on, you know? Right, right. Mm-hmm. So it's basically, what it is, it's a super, it's natural citric acid, a hard hit of citric acid with a hard hit of natural sour lemon. That's what does it. Right. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Well, I'll definitely, uh, I'll definitely keep you abreast of uh, how that's working out for us during Thanksgiving. I'm, <laughs> I'm looking forward to that. You just, well, you just don't great. know. Oh, huh? I can imagine. And also, please, when you like it, please spread the word, pay it forward to help some people. Oh, we will. Oh, yeah. oh absolutely. We're always about helping others and, and giving and yeah. giving and, yes. you know, especially the ones that we want to keep on this earth a lot longer and, you know, right. so anything that we can do to keep them on this planet absolutely you can count on it so let me ask you this um back at the happy days days you did a lot of singing on the show do you still do any of the singing now i you know uh i don't really once once in a while something comes up and i'll sing the star spangled banner or do a little something but i but i haven't done it for i haven't it hasn't been um, you know a regular thing for years and years and years it it was great at the time so i mean i was you know I, i convinced gary to put music on the show because wow oh you know, oh it's an interesting when we first started happy days you know people were not pay, actors are not paid like today nowhere near yeah. i was like nine hundred dollars an episode twelve hundred dollars an episode huge show uh-huh. and i thought if i could convince gary to put music on the show because i sang in nightclubs and things uh-huh. you know early on if i can convince gary to put um music on the show I might be able to get a record deal, get booked, and make money. Right. And I knew David Cassidy, you know, had done better off Partridge Family than on. When Happy Days started, it was the last year of Brady Bunch, and they were going around the world singing, doing, making more money than the show. Right. So I found Gary one morning, and I, I, I asked if I could speak to him. He said, I'm busy, I'm busy. I said, it'll only take a minute. He goes, you got a minute, walk with me. <laughs> so I walked I, I walk with him and I, and I say, Gary, you got girls on the show, you got cars on the show, you need a band at Arnold's. Rixie, right. He goes, wait a minute, a band at Arnold's? I go, yeah. And, 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 and I sing. He goes, you sing? I go, I sing. Are you good? I'm okay. <laughs> he goes, you know, I used to be a drummer. Hmm. I like wow. that. Hmm. Tell you what, there's a show coming up, fraternity show. It won't be an Arnold's, it'll be at a frat party. But, uh, yeah, let's try it out. Go, 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 go find Bobby, pick a song. And I'm walking away thinking, I just changed my life. I'm singing on national television. This Amazing. is it. And then, and then I hear 
from the distance. But you're singing to a bulldog. I go, excuse me? Excuse me? He said, well, I believe you're good. I don't have time to listen. But if you're good, if you're bad, I'll get laughs. Just like Elvis did on Sullivan. You're singing to a bulldog. There I am. Singing them all shook up to a bulldog. <laughs> and, and he liked it. He liked it. I started singing maybe every third show. And I... Uh, and I um, uh, was able to pick my own music, so I had a responsibility. And very nice. What ha- and then I, 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 Chelsea Records came after me, and I got, um, I got the same record label as David Cassidy. Nice. I, and, I, and I was making twelve. I was making twelve hundred dollars an episode and seventeen thousand dollars a night doing concerts. Wow. Nice. And, and Gary Marshall said, "I'm proud of you. You didn't bitch." You found opportunity. <laughs> you found out it's, uh, that's entrepreneurial. That's you know that's that's you know that's what yeah you don't complain and you found I love that. <laughs> and that was it. That's how I started the music career. Wow, that is crazy. That's amazing though. That, that's almost yeah. a chance in a lifetime. There's uh-huh. not too many people that you know that shows character out of Gary Marshall. The fact that he just he gave time to listen and. That's hard in this business to get to get them to listen sometimes, especially when you have an idea. Um, well, some of them exactly, that, but that's, they get wait, so I caught tell, up in that. Yeah, and I, I tell people, but the other thing is too, see what you have, not what you don't have. I, I've always been one to to see what opportunity I had, not not dwell on the opportunity I don't have. Right. So I always look for success, and so that and that helps a lot, you know. In Instead of complaining, finding opportunity that's in front of you. Right. So wow. that was a good lesson, you know. So that was a good lesson. You know, I could have sat there and just bitched about not getting paid enough. Right. Or found a way to make things better. Wow. Very good. Yeah. That's awesome. That's what yeah. we do. Mm-hmm. That's what we do. We keep pushing. We keep trying, yeah. you know. We keep, keep doing. Yeah, we keep saying, yep. like, you know, we are our own character. And that's that's how we, we go through this life. And... We don't question fate. We just let fate put us in the right position and tell us what we have to do and what not to do. And so far, yep. fate's been good to us. So we've been yeah. we've been very gracious and blessed and pleased with it. So yeah, so we're very pleased with. It. So I agree. I absolutely agree. You don't question why you're not getting this. You just go find a way to get it. You know, and That's right. you do it in That's in right. such a manner and in such a way that it appeals to them and and makes them interested to want to speak with you so yeah absolutely i agree with that absolutely yeah totally totally uh-huh so when you when you're working on your projects and you're you're doing future stuff is there something specific that you like to see in a script when you look at scripts <coughs> um i just like to connect whether it's through whether it's through you know drama uh comedy action it's got, it just has to be something that that has that it factor that just that connects with you that you feel people want to see. You, right. you want to give people a positive experience. Absolutely, absolutely. Now, is there anything left in the, that you want to majorly accomplish in your career before you throw in the towel and say you want to retire or be like Betty White and say I'm going to keep going until the day I die? Oh yeah, I'll never. I mean, retire from what? I mean, it's like. I don't, it's, you retire from things you don't like. You right. don't retire from things you like. And, it's, and if your mind is creative and you can come up with new ideas and new challenges and new goals, that's what life's about. Absolutely. There's nothing to retire from. I, 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 I retired from what, what I didn't want to do when I didn't have to sell shoes anymore. Wow, yes. So, oh. you know, I, I, I've never been retired since, you know. It's Very just new nice. challenges, new goals, new things, you know. This whole retirement thing—that's societal, you know. True. And I think it's—if you think about it—it's pretty weird, isn't it? It is. Oh, yeah. I'll be done with this job in 40, 40 years. I mean, that's kind of—it's kind of negative, you know. Yeah. I, mean, right. I realize mm-hmm. we all—we all have to do things we don't want to do at times, and that's true. But I think there's a lot. I think we have more opportunity to change things than we believe. And we're not inspired to. Very true. Very true. You know? Wow. So, uh, yeah. So retire. What do you, yeah, retire to do what to, what to 
you know, sit on, you know, how, you can only go on so many planes and, you know, eat in so many restaurants, you know. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show, and we do appreciate it. Yes. Thank you so much. That was a nice interview. Yeah. I liked it. Very down to earth. One of those interviews of how we have a conversation. Exactly. With people. Yes. I liked his uh, wisdom. Yes. His viewpoints and his styles were absolutely incredible. Mm-hmm. I mean, absolutely. And you know, you do need to check out those drops and we're going to get some for ourselves because trust me in this business, you need them. <laughs> uh, go to alertdrops.com to get all the information or you can get them on Amazon. So you definitely want to check that out. We want to thank Anson for joining us today. And we look forward to possibly doing more stuff with him in the future, maybe. Who knows? And we want to thank you for coming on the show and listening to us again. Yes. Be sure to tell your friends about us. Follow us on uh, Instagram. At chris.ann.will. We look forward to entertaining you and everyone else every single week. Next week, we have another episode, all new topic, all new guests. You know, we have all kinds of fun. But for now, we've got to go thank Anson. Thank you for coming on the show. We thank you guys for coming on the show. Remember, we love you. Be sure to love yourself and the world will love you in return. But for now, we got to go. Thank you, guys. Bye. Bye.